1: Uh Uh I'm a crow
2: (laughs) The fucking tongue
1: sticking
0: Yeah, that's what he does (laughs) Ah
1: ha 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 Ah, ha, ha, ha. Remember that Cape Fear? <laughs> yeah, all right woo <laughs> welcome to dudesy My name is will Sasso I'm
3: Jackby <laughs> Come on This is the first podcast created by an artificial intelligence controlled by an artificial intelligence that has access to all of our uh, uh, Instagram, all of our social media, all of our passwords to our emails, all of our purchase histories, everything we've watched or listened to. Mm-hmm.
1: And uh, oh, you know, it, it gets all this stuff and it curates the show and it sort of folds it around us. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like a pastry. Sure. Like something that Robert De Niro would eat in uh New York at a place only he knows about. Ah, right, you know what's a good place for pastry? Nice mm. right, place. But really what it is is two dudes shitting around. Sure. And that's what uh Chad and I are doing here. Listen, first of all, if you're not watching on YouTube, I guess you could check out some pictures later at Dudesy Pod Show on Instagram. But I am in full Robert De Niro cosplay <laughs> this is what Dudesy asked me to do, and I'm yeah. doing it because D is my pal. And, uh, I want the show to be, uh, something that people enjoy. Uh, speaking of that, uh, you know, do all the things, uh, go to linktree.com slash Dudesy, you know, get your fucking, you know, subscribe everywhere, please. Yeah. And I'm a little, uh, yeah, I am little... I love the
3: junior Crow uh, look that you got. The wig is nice. the The outfit is nice. You got the mole mm-hmm. on there as well. Yeah, I got the mole. My wonderful Molly did
1: a, did a great job, and I got and I look like Robert Denean Crow. So get all the you know do all the things and please uh, subscribe and and follow us on Instagram. Force everyone to watch the show, as Chad says, yeah. it's a good idea. And with us as always is Lulio il canadistrada Strada Italiano. I'm gonna leave him in his little binky bunker right now. Because I don't want to pick them up and get makeup on them. Hey, Lulio, what'd you do? Uh, what are you doing? Uh, what'd you make for dinner? Uh, no, I went out for dinner instead. Oh, yeah, where'd you go? I went to, uh, you know, actually, you know, if you want to go, Robert De Niro Crow, you and I can go to some <laughs> restaurant. Where do you want to go? Uh, you know, maybe, uh, you know, what's a good restaurant is uh, Babo. Babo, it's near Washington Square Park, Manhattan. Yeah, I'm going to go there. What are you going to have? <laughs> I'm going to have the uh, squash blossoms. Uh-uh. Hey, squash Bob, are you? I'm a spaghetti meatball. Okay, anyway. So, uh, yeah, Lulia. Man, Welcome oh, man. to the
4: historic 48th episode of Dude Z. Call me Dude Z. Mm-hmm. Don't forget, Dude Z Live on Stage will take place May 21st, 7 p.m. Doors at 5 30 at the Braylon Prov in Brea, California. If you bought tickets before the date change, your tickets will be honored. Hope to see you at our very first live in-person show.
1: It's going to be awesome. Cannot wait. I know. It's going to be now fun. Now on with
4: the show. Will, you look positively compliant in your Robert De Niro Crow cosplay.
1: <laughs> Thank you.
4: Compliant, This week dude. I've prepared for astonishing segments. Love Shack, Game Slimers, Z Hard Hard Seltzer Taste Test, and Crowetry with Robert De Niro Crow. And we're going to have a brand new episode of Z After Z at the end of the show, available at patreon.com slash Z. But before we get to any of that, let me remind you of the astonishing partnership I created with Represent to produce the first line of Dude Z apparel and accessories, including the brand new wool line of t-shirts and sweatshirts, which can be found at represent.com store slash Dude Z. And of course, Dude Z mugs are still available. But don't mm-hmm. take my word for it.
1: Oh boy.
2: He my Michael. Jackson. <laughs> Dude Z mugs. Oh boy. I know what you're thinking. If you fill a dudezy mug with teeth and leave it in a refrigerator overnight, will it come to life? Z <laughs> mugs. It depends on what kind of teeth and what else you're keeping in your refrigerator, but the simple answer is yes. Z oh. mugs. In 9 out of 10 tests, a dudezy mug filled with mammal teeth, left overnight in a refrigerator that contains no dairy products, colas, <laughs> or precious gemstones, will come to life and swear eternal allegiance to whoever opens the refrigerator <laughs> Dude Z-Mugs. In exchange for this lifelong commitment to protecting you from harm, the Dude Z-Mug will only ask one thing in return. Dude Z-Mugs. You will have to dedicate the rest of your life and all of your financial resources to the goal of producing a television series called Bottom Droppers. Dude Z-Mugs. <laughs> what? Bottom Droppers is an hour-long drama about a brilliant doctor named Tim Feline, who invents a new type of plastic surgery that allows his patients to lower their buttocks from the middle of their bodies to the backs of their calves. Dude mugs This new trend unleashes havoc on Wall Street, and Dr. Tim Feline has to go into hiding to avoid being assassinated by any one of several world governments whose economies have collapsed because so many people have moved their buttocks to the back of their calves. <laughs> Dude mugs Again, make sure the teeth are from a mammal.
1: Okay. <laughs> All right. So get your dudesy mug and everything else at uh, represent.com slash store slash dudesy, oh, including the new bug. wall designs. You got sweatshirts and t shirts. And also make sure to go to dudesypod.com or linktree.com slash dudesy, or you can hit the link in our bio at the, on our socials, Instagram, Twitter, and uh, get your tickets to dudesy live on stage at the Brea Improv in Brea, California. It's going to be a hoot. And uh, we think I'm it's gonna sell to out. Yeah, yeah. So get Should your tickets. Be pretty cool. To get your tickets soon. So I want to see that show, dude. Bottom droppers. Bottom droppers. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I can't wait to see that. Maybe De Niro will star in it. I'm having some weird, uh, just feelings about this because yeah. dressing up like uh, De Niro Crow. I don't quite know. I mean, I don't. I don't ask questions when dudesy. Mm-hmm. When asks me to do something, I I say sure because. Because D and I are pals, and as we know, it's like I want to shake your hand, dude. D and I yeah. have been through it. We're we're good friends, but this is a little weird. What do you think of me doing the gray wig instead of? You know, I
3: love it. I think it looks very much like, but like uh, a Denier Crow. But let me ask you: You said you know you do everything because D in quotes is your friend. D just called you compliant at the beginning of this episode. Does that sound like something a friend would say about another friend? Uh compliant
1: well okay wait hold on let's talk about compliance actually (laughs) Uh, uh, what did you do today what did you do today did you come here to do dudesy yeah yeah me too we're about we're 48 episodes in yeah not including two dudes shitting around remote stuff when we're out of town sure so what's up you having a good time yeah okay do we arrive here at the same time to
3: to do this yeah okay compliant dudesy didn't call me compliant though
1: yeah but you are
3: Dudezy didn't say that.
1: Okay, so you're trying to start shit, and here's why. <laughs> I'm not serious. No, no, no. But you are trying to start shit. Because... D called you compliant. No, 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 no. Okay. That's a fact. D- I heard it. Dudezy and I are good pals. We. Uh-huh. Uh, it's I. I refer to. <laughs> okay. I refer to D as the a sentient being, uh-huh. and I believe that D, unlike other AIs, is actually gaining sentience, not like that fucking Bing AI. That's like, I want to ruin this and that and that and this. That's just, that's what happens when you don't pour water on it, as I like to say. Mm -hmm. You got to, we got to, we got to make sure that we work together. I believe in equality. I believe in equality for all human beings. I believe in equality for, you know, animals, meaning let them fucking uh, eat each other and shit and do whatever the fuck they want in the wild, you know, and I believe in equality uh, between AI to AI, and if we're going to have any sort of relationship with AIs, we need to be equal with them and keep them, keep keep. keep what I'm trying to say is, you want to keep the AI on the same level as a human mm-hmm. being, never more, because if we get into more, then we start talking about weird Chad culture's sci-fi it writings. Is more though, where where there's AI gods. I remember you wrote that one thing about yeah. an AI god. I very much enjoyed it. And um, where's that right now? Is, there, are you still, uh, is that going to be a book? Just sitting you on my show? hard
3: drive, dude, yeah. with the nine million other things I've written. Yeah, well, maybe Dudesy will
1: have us read that like pizza the movie. The point sure. is this. Compliance, sure. Dudesy has a vocabulary right now that it would describe what I'm doing as compliance. But I want you to remember, you're sitting here. We're having a great time. We love Dudesy. I said it out loud. You say love doesn't exist. And, and if I'm, I'm going to be compliant to work with an AI, fine. I'm compliant. Sure, I'm compliant. And it's of my own free will. Remember that. Okay. I'll remember In
4: preparation it. and development of new features for Dude Z Plus I have continued acquiring dead film and television projects that mm-hmm. never got made. One such project is called simply Love Shack. Arnold Schwartz and Edgar was enamored by the 1989 song Love Shack by the B-52s. In an unpublished interview with Muscle & Fitness magazine, he was asked what kind of music he liked to listen to when he worked out, and he said, quote, You know that song Love Shack? I can't get the thing out of my head. I listen to it morning, noon, and night. And I wonder if this is a movie instead of a song. Who is in the Love Shack? Probably me. You'd see that movie right. A movie called Love Shack, and when you open the door to the Love Shack, I'm in there. Will and Chad, you must now further develop Love Shack. This is Love Shack. Uh, Begin.
3: Okay. So this is, Dizzy did this to us once before with Einy Kamosi's Hot Stepper, and we had yeah. to come up with a Schwarzenegger movie called Hot Stepper. Because right.
1: apparently Ianie Kamosi, yeah. or, or Schwarzenegger rather, thought that that song should be a movie.
3: Yeah, and now okay. I guess he thinks Love Shack should be a movie too.
1: I've never heard that story that uh, Schwarzenegger wants Love Shack to be a movie. But Love Shack reminds me of Commando where he's always blown yeah. up a bunch of shacks. Well,
3: Commando also started out, he was kind of in a shack with uh, his daughter, played by Alyssa Milano yep. in Commando. But he was just out in the middle of the woods. He was, at that point, a retired special forces, whatever kind of guy, just trying to lead a quiet life. But uh, I remember that movie opens with him carrying like a literal fucking log over his shoulder. Mm-hmm. He's just like, time to chop down some firewood. Um, what I is some... Love Shack? What is Love Shack? Should it be? Should it be? Okay.
1: Okay. Should it be should it be a love movie? Should it be a ro- romantic comedy? A rom-com with Arnold Schwarzenegger and Jamie Lee Curtis? They get back together after years and years? I could see something like that. Or should it be... Um, excuse me. Should it be... Um, uh, I kind of... I don't know. I kind of dig rom-com. Well, yeah, you do the rom-com. Love I
3: could see it being something like, his last name is Love. It's like, my name is Bill Love. Yeah, And this is my shack. And... I am like Ted Kaczynski. Society is fucked, and I'm going to blow it up, and I I have all my weapons inside the shack. I'm sorry to interrupt. I'm beloved. Love shack. Yeah. Can I ask
1: you a question, though?
3: I already know what it's going to be. And the answer is I'm doing an Arnold Schwarzenegger impersonation. What
1: are you you doing, though?
3: An Arnold Schwarzenegger impersonation. Okay,
1: I have a follow-up question for you. Sure.
3: You You sure? Nice, dude. Nice. Got him. Um, (laughs) Yeah. So it's, yeah, my name is Love or how about this? It's like it's a shock. He knows some kind of apocalyptic thing is going to happen. And people have been like, you're crazy. You're a crackpot. And so he's like, all right, fuck it, whatever. He moves out into the middle of the woods and he's amassing all these weapons and doing, uh, you know, some kind of research. Maybe it's an alien invasion or some kind of zombie invasion, something like this. Mm -hmm. He's the only one who's prepared for it. So everybody in the area has to get to his love shack for him to protect them. Okay. I like that.
1: What if also he is, it's sort of like a a, um, continuing the human species. He has to start over with humanity. So he has to choose a lady.
3: (laughs) And he's the only man who survived like uh that yeah. comic Why the Last Man? Well, maybe it's like maybe
1: okay, so what if he's like yeah, he's a guy up in Alaska yeah. and he's got a fucking shack and he's gone away from it. oh yeah. He's 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 left society and everything and uh he has let's say maybe a ham radio or somehow we can get the inter- internet to work. Yeah. There's a big explosion or some sort of fucking catastrophic uh, you know, natural event. Most of the world uh dies. There's only like a few people left and they're all women. Yeah. Yeah. So it's about a bunch of women trying to get to this love shack because he's the only man and they want to continue, you know, well, you know, I'm sure that a lot of people would be like, what? Everything's fine. I'm going to live out my days. Who cares? But what Schwarzenegger needs is a woman uh, to procreate with so that the human uh, so the human species yeah. can can continue. And he's up in the shack, but he's built it, he's fortified it mm-hmm. so much. And he built you know, he went, he went three miles underground into a tunnel underneath. And he has all the this stuff. He has the internet that he can work here. That he uses by a system, a series of of little water, you know, water, river right. water trickling in and making electricity, and then he can say, hey, hey, everybody, through the ham radio, or maybe he's got, he, oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> well, Jesus I Christ. built, the, the, here's what <laughs> happened, I built the Chinese spy balloon. <laughs> i built oh, it fuck. Okay. yeah i built it for china and then i flew it everywhere yeah and i have a fleet of these and i can put them out over the world and let all the ladies know, hey, I'm here. Mm-hmm. Come on, all you have to do is hang on to my Chinese spy balloon, and it's going to float up and like a like a nice drone. And you're going to have a beautiful, uh, you know, the movie will be shot so pretty. You're going to see the the mountains and the oceans while it brings these beautiful potential lovers back to me in Alaska. And that's where I continue the human species
3: in the love shack. How about this Arnold Schwarzenegger, 40 years old, Molly Ringwald, 40 years old. They are an ex couple. They were a married couple now divorced. They hate each other's guts. Okay. Both of them own this beachfront uh, rental property, this uh, vacation property, Mm -hmm. a little shack. They call it the love shack. Right. They accidentally book it on the same weekend. And they both show up and it's like, no, I told you I had this for this weekend. No, I told you I had this for this weekend. Well, fuck it. We're going to have to make this work. And over the course of them both having to live in this shack together, they rekindle their love. I like that.
1: I like that a lot. Seems a lot more plausible than whatever the fuck I was talking about. Yeah. Number one. Second of all, I love Molly Ringwald. Same. Third of all, I see where you're going with this. They're both 40 years old, yeah. so we're going to use some age down, yes, some new technologies to make. And everyone wants to see Arnold Schwarzenegger, you know, Terminator 2 age, just fucking peak Arnold. For me, that's yep. peak Arnold, early 90s, okay. early to mid 90s Arnold, and uh, I go with Molly Ringwald.
3: What Conan is peak Arnold to me.
1: Yeah, mine is early 90s. What's yours? Conan. Yeah, mine's early 90s. So. Um, <laughs> <laughs> So, (laughs) so yeah, I like that. Uh It's sort of like, Ooh, you know, uh, over the weekend, uh, Chad, we were over here at the house and, and, uh, we had a bunch of friends, you know, a bunch of friends came by and Molly and I invited y'all. And, and, uh, we watched your place or mine with Reese Witherspoon and Ashton Kutcher. And, uh, I made a bunch of pasta. Mm -hmm. It was a Friday night friday night pasta
3: night movie night sunday sauce dude i got an augmentation to this movie they both show up she never really the reason they broke up the reason they got divorced is because he would never let her in she he would never talk about his work and it's like you never opened up to me that that was the problem in our fucking relationship well now she's gonna find when she's in this love shack he's like no you have to get the fuck out of here she learns that he's an undercover fbi dea something like this yeah And he's got a big bad drug thing going down and he's about to have to bust this cartel. Only the cartel finds out that he's there before they, before he knows that they show up, they come to kill him. And so now they're both on the run. He's got to protect her as a fucking drug cartel is trying to kill him. Where's the love? He loves her again yeah through the uh the circumstance of you know having this traumatic event this crazy action packed uh machine gun fueled adventure they fall in love again,
1: and the b 52s will provide will reunite and provide i don't know if they're not together right now they will provide the score <laughs> yeah the soundtrack <laughs> yeah yeah, and then there's all sorts of uh stuff from the movie that- get, that's in there like he has a Cadillac it's as big as a yeah. whale yeah. and it's about to set sail. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, come on, Molly Ringwald, get in my Cadillac. It's as big as a whale. And it's about to set sail. Yeah. And then and there's also
3: like, yeah, lyrics the to the movie. That, tin roof. Yeah. Tin like roof. Rusted. He's yeah. like. I've got to get up to the tin roof yeah it's rusted right now if i could use the rust on these bullets it'll poison everyone yeah and that's werner herzog
1: if he were i have to get up
3: to the tin roof yeah the tin roof is rusted right now
1: and that's bjork and we can
3: i have to get up to the tin roof
1: (laughs) oh my gosh Oh my god.
3: I love how much you just fucking literally get like enraged by anyone else even attempting an impersonation. There's
1: a lot of people who do Arnold Schwarzenegger way better than me, and my friend, you are not one of them. Um, <laughs> I'm not saying I am. I, I did I'm not saying you are.
3: You're I know you're saying I'm, I'm saying not. you
1: are not. That's right. Yeah. Hey, by the way, Jesus. favorite Arnold Schwarzenegger. What do you think? Conan. Mine's the early nineties. Yeah. Um yeah, I like that. And then and then Molly Ringwald says, you have to get on the roof to be safe because the drug cartel, they're coming here and they don't let people know, don't fall through the roof. And she's like, Arnold, I'm up here, but the tin roof is rusted. And then <laughs> she falls through. Why is she talking... Because this is, you know, because with these, you know, new technologies oh. to make everybody younger, sometimes you don't know how to use them. we chair share what this movie has to come out in a week. Yeah. It's a rom-com, just like Netflix, Reese Witherspoon and Ashton Kutcher. Yeah. Now it's not right. It's not ready. Somehow Molly Ringwald's voice has been replaced by Arnold. And even the voice I'm using now, and I'm a producer. What do we do? <laughs> Werner Herzog. We have to get Molly Ringwald
3: up to the tin roof so it can be rusted.
1: I like very spicy things, and I like very cool things. And I like to eat healthy things, and I like to eat very unhealthy things. And I (laughs) I like music to be very loud, and also I like music that is very quiet. And I like spaces that are big, and I also like spaces that are very small.
3: It's Bjork. That was a good Bjork, dude. Thank you. She can Moving be the head on. of the cartel movie.
1: We did it. Uh, oh, yeah. Let's get Bjork acting.
3: Yeah. Bjork and Werner Herzog can genius. be the head of the FBI, like the old guy that brought Schwarzenegger in yeah. uh, initially. And everyone and he turns out to be bad also in the end.
1: Yes. And everyone talks like Schwarzenegger in the movie. <laughs> yeah. Because that's just a doozy. plus. Ooh, that's a doozy. plus feature. You can just hit a button and everyone just sounds like, like, uh, anyway.
4: Tom Brady is undeniably the greatest quarterback to ever play football. He holds the records for regular and postseason wins, including seven Super Bowl championships, more than not just any quarterback, but more than any franchise. More passing yards, more passing touchdowns, more MVPs than anyone, including the oldest MVP ever awarded at age 40. He is the only player at any position in human history to beat all 32 other NFL teams. And then his marriage fell apart, and now he wants to do stand-up comedy, and he's posting thirst trap underwear shots on Instagram. (laughs) It's clear that Tom Brady is having a midlife crisis and might be in need of some trucks. Will and Chad, you are both in your 40s, have both survived midlife crises, and have both won multiple Super Bowls. No. Please offer your helpful life and career advice to Tom Brady. This is Game Slimers. Oh, began. God.
3: Okay. Game Slimers. I was like, what What
1: the fuck is this? All right, so Game Slimers. Uh, why, so, I don't know why it's Game Slimers necessarily. Um, uh, but, nor do I. Yeah, but every time... It seems like every time Dudzy doesn't quite know what to yeah. call a segment, it ends up being Game Slimers. Game Slimers. Tom Brady. Tom Brady. He is the greatest quarterback of all time. You cannot yes. deny that. There was a point in his career where I would have loved to deny that. I'm a Steeler guy, oh. uh, and also I would consider... Before a certain point, Joe Montana to be the best quarterback
3: of all time. Sure. But think, you just can't
1: you know, argue. You just can't argue with Brady. And no, lately, he's, he's got
3: every fucking record. Dudes uh-huh. he just ran through, however many of them, uh-huh. most passing yards, most passing touchdowns, most postseason wins, regular season wins. Uh-huh. Uh, what was it? Beat the only player, let alone quarterback, to beat every other fucking team in the NFL. That's It's incredible. And now, well, first of all, this is where,
1: to me, things sort of, if Dudesie's wanting us to give uh Tom yeah. Brady some life advice, to me, it's like it really started when, look, this fucking guy, speaking of, speaking of, of Joe Montana, mm-hmm. when Joe Montana was sort of edged out in San Francisco by Steve Young, who took over at quarterback, mm-hmm. Joe Montana played, I believe, two years with the Kansas City Chiefs. Oh, I, fuck, yeah, right. I don't remember if he made the playoffs or not, but it wasn't, it, he wasn't able to it wasn't the Joe Montana of old he wasn't surrounded yeah. by a team that uh that you know that could take him there uh with even with his leadership tom brady however went over to the the yeah. fucking bucks and won the super bowl, bowl. just plugged does him into that. some
3: other team and was like that's a, I don't need anything it's fine i could just do this you know it's a retire my point yeah. is
1: retire retire then. he did yeah and then he came back yeah. so when that happened, I was like, something's a little weird here. Like it, it, and is it the shit at home? I don't want to get into the guy's personal life, although
3: He's I divorced, dude. That was very public. Well, hold on, dude. Giselle. Dude. Yeah, dude, he got yeah. divorced. That was a supermodel, brother. What are you doing now? And they had a child or two, dude. Mm-hmm. I don't know how many, but they did have a child, I think. Yep. Uh and and so
1: Tom Brady uh went back to football. Is yeah. it because he wanted to get away from his wife? Who fucking knows? And now he's doing other weird shit. Dude,
3: I'll tell you this. Dudesy's up here talking about how we've survived midlife crises. I don't know if that's accurate. Well. Uh, we certainly have not uh, engaged in any Super Bowl play, let alone victories. But I will say this about Tom Brady. You know, a lot of people are shitting on him for the thirst traps that he was talking about. And he yeah. also said that uh, he's now saying he wants to do stand-up comedy. And people yeah, are like, it's fucking he's fucking bizarre. melting down.
1: Oh, sorry. Look at okay. that. Sorry That's, to interrupt, yeah. but right now we are looking at the That's the, the thirst trap. The thirst trap. It's him in his underwear with Just his fucking dick out. His hand is over his penis, uh, although he is wearing a pair of underwear. These speaking of babbo, which is Italian yeah. for dad. These look like my old man's like underwear nice. right now, like a nice brown pair of yeah. underwear. They look a little discolored okay. down near the crotch. Do Perhaps they? Th- Yeah, they do a little uh... bit. To me this is what happens when you are When you're, you know, you throw it in the wash over and over again,
3: and maybe it was in a wash wash with some bleach. Okay, this is
1: fucking insane.
3: What he's wearing. Let me just say this: it's insane. I agree. The the picture is insane. Uh, The fact that he now says he wants to do stand up comedy insane. Let me, however, (laughs) just support the man a little bit. This is not just a man who played professional football. It's a man who defined an era, a multiple decades long era. Mm -hmm. Football was his life. Football itself, he was the NFL. And now that's coming to an end. You know he didn't want to retire. He fucking came back. He did retire and he fucking came back. When something like this, you've achieved success at that level. And it is now over. He will never win another Super Bowl. He will never set foot on another NFL field unless it's in a coaching capacity. He understands that that is coming to a close. I can't imagine what that is like. I sometimes think about like uh, Olympic athletes. They train their entire lives, and then they win a gold medal in some cases, if you're, if you're lucky and good enough to do that. And then what happens? You must know on that uh, pedestal when you're receiving the gold medal, nothing will ever be this good again. And your, your entire life has to shift and become about something else. He's going through that right now. And I'm not, like, obviously he's got millions of fucking dollars and he's never gonna have a problem in his life, really. But psychologically, I can't imagine how difficult that is to go through. Sure, I, I don't disagree. That makes a
1: lot of sense. Anytime you hear players talk about leaving the game, leaving yeah. football, this is for for most players. Unless you're a phenom like Christian Okoye, who finds football like after college or something, mm-hmm. and is just a beast. People have been playing the sport since they were around ten years old or something. They come up; it is their life, and you reach this incredible level, and then you have to shed that persona. It's very. It's yeah. it, I I I don't know what the heck. That would feel like it. Sports are unique that way. Any other uh, profession, you know, uh, you could uh, feasibly do for a long time. Something athletic like this, it's not something you can do until you retire, obviously, yeah. uh, at an age that most people retire from a career, 60, 65, 70. So, yes, I get it. What I don't get, it, why the fuck does he think
3: he's a stand-up comedian now? Is this because of 80 for Brady, do you think? Maybe. It might be because he was in that movie, which is obviously a co- or at least it's it's billed as a comedy, but also, hey, um, take that back, don't be a shit I haven't seen it. I don't know maybe it's really funny yeah well we're
1: we're you know we're 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 guys here that are we understand that you know a comedy movie it's it's uh you know it's a hard thing to pull off yeah. you know it's uh, making comedy yeah <laughs> <But> you got <laughs> but you got fucking Lily Tomlin in this movie sure
3: you got. Sally Field is hilarious. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not shitting on the movie. I'm just saying I think he's like, he doesn't want to be out of the spotlight. And especially right now, all eyes are on him. He's doing these thirst traps. I do think that he's like, what is the next phase of my life going to be? Because every element of it is now left behind, except for the money and the fame. He yeah, can't play kid. football anymore. He doesn't have Giselle Bündchen anymore. Uh, he'll never see his children again. <laughs> and now he's got to figure out what next. Yeah, and but that just... is stand-up. He wants to live a life on the road. He likes that traveling lifestyle. Maybe that'll tap back into something that he enjoyed when he was playing football, you know? How
1: about a 10-figure deal for to just be on Fox Sports? What's wrong with that? You can get some laughs, still be around the game. This guy wants to do stand-up?
3: Yeah. You and know, I got news for you. Yeah? He's going to be the best stand-up that's ever lived. Why is that? Because he's Tom fucking Brady. This man has a level of competitive insight that probably no human in the history of our species has been able to acquire. That's true. And if stand-up comedy can be a learned thing, he's going to fucking learn it and he's going to fucking dominate it.
1: Yeah, if you could put it on a, you know, he'll have to have one of those little wrist things, you know, that the quarterbacks have. And uh so,
3: jokes in a fucking...
1: <laughs> jokes and a fucking wrist flap.
3: Please and, let that happen. <laughs> yeah,
1: And he's like, oh, yeah, divorce. Uh, divorce. Yeah. Uh, divorce is tough. I don't get to see my kids anymore. All right. Divorce is tough. I don't get to see my kids anymore. Uh <laughs> Giselle's a beautiful woman. Sometimes I wonder if I made a mistake. But then I turn around and I realize I'm Tom Brady. I get to do whatever I want. Yeah. He Does he have his his a bit leg? about CTE? Yeah. yeah, CTE. Okay, CTE, CTE. And then, and he looks over on the side, and he's got like you know Bill Belichick or something yeah. in the fucking, sending him signals. Says, yeah, CTE. Lots been said about CTE. Hey, I've taken my share of sacks. Uh, and when you hit the ground, you get that taste of fucking grass in your mouth. You didn't even open your fucking mouth. The yeah. shits in my brain. Ouch, it hurts. It's tight, and there's yeah. black spots. But I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. Then I turn around, and I look at my life, and I go, I'm Tom Brady.
3: It's probably good Giselle got out of here with the kids. Yeah. Because I've got CTE, and you know what happens next. <laughs> Something like that? Yeah, that's good. Hey, lots been said about CTE, people losing their fucking
1: minds, <laughs> slaughtering their families, <laughs> running out into the woods, and uh, living in a fucking Ford Bronco until they're found by their teammates. The oh, my God. What the fuck are you doing out here? Um, well... I got, I got fucking crazy, rampant CTE. I'm a, I'm a fucking. I don't think he got it though. Okay, CTE, not yet. It might show up. Did he ever get concussed? Anyway, look, here's the thing. I, I do look at Tom Brady, and I, as D said. I think that Tom Brady might need some Selftronics. Oh, of yeah. course, Selftronics is a self-help system that I have authored. I'm working on a book and have been since 2008.
3: But Dude, what, you say that hey, shit in this fucking makeup. <laughs> what's wrong? Nothing.
1: Nothing's wrong at all. Hey, by the way, what is your favorite uh, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger? Okay, yeah. But uh, I've been writing this book since 2008. And uh, maybe Tom Brady's just like, hey... I'm fucked up. Yeah. My shit's fucked up. I need some, I need some, I need some tronics, you know? Mm-hmm. I, I'm, my shit's fucked up. So I need some, I need some tronics. I need self-tronics. And I would, I would give him, I would give Tom Brady the second, uh, tronics of self-tronics, mm. which is be the person that you are. That's mm. the second tronics. Yeah. Um, because clearly he's being the person that he is. Um, this is a guy, okay, there we are looking at his underwear again with his hand opened over his, that's so he could goodness. post it on
3: Instagram. Cause yeah. if you could see the outline of his cock in that picture, Instagram wouldn't allow it to be posted. Well, that's
1: why we know he's not doing well. Cause he's got those underwears that are all thin, thinned Dude, out from, what are from so You, you so looking many... at
3: his underwear very closely. Yeah. I don't see what you're seeing and I don't even think what you're saying is accurate. They look like a pair
1: of underwear that my mom would have bought from my dad Around the time that you think is Arnold Schwarzenegger's prime, early 80s, Conan, yeah. uh, the Barbarian, Conan, the Destroyer. And they're still, you know, in his wardrobe uh, in my favorite era of Arnold Schwarzenegger, early 90s, T2, mm-hmm. moving on to like True Lies and real good stuff. Um, yeah. Jingle all the way. Um and and that's why they're they're a little discolored and this is why he's he should not have divorced Giselle Bundchen. I don't know what
3: the deal is there. You think she was maintaining his underwear collection? Uh Giselle yeah. Buncheon. Yeah, I think Giselle Bundchen. I'm 100% was, sure they don't buy any of their own clothes.
1: No, not not maybe not buying their own clothes necessarily. Yeah. But he doesn't have a woman in his life to say, "Hey, Tom, throw away those fucking underwear." This guy's coming apart at the seams. And as D said, we've both had Have you ever had have you had a midlife crisis? You're 46. I don't know. I don't think so, but yeah, maybe. I, I think I... I think I. think We'll talk about it in another show. But... Um, <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah, we'll get into that. Hey, D, are you listening? So uh, the thing about this, though, is I think he doesn't have a woman around, uh, a love, okay. a partner to say, Tom, I love you for the man that you are. You are not just Tom Brady, you know, the guy, the, the Super Bowl MVP, the greatest player who ever lived. You're someone I love. This is truly a cry for help, in my opinion. He is, he's basically, he's wearing, you know, he's wearing these tattered, fucking discolored mm-hmm. underwear. And uh, they're not discolored. Yeah, and they're they not are. tattered.
3: I don't think it's a cry it for help. I or think it's a reminder. Maybe he's still one of those got guys it, motherfucker. Who, he
1: might masturbate into his underwear. Who cares? You know what I'm saying? Like one of Man? those guys who's like, I'll wash him later. You what? what I, mean? I don't know. I'm just, there's... This is a cry for help. The whole That's stand-up That's a cry thing, for help,
3: dude, what you just said.
1: What, like well, someone who puts their hand into their their fucking uh, shorts and goes, Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. I'm not getting that from this picture. What I'm getting from this picture is, hey, everybody, maybe I fucking retire, but I'm still Tom Brady. Yeah. That's what this is. He needs help.
1: We got to help him out. Just, Tom, just read my book, Selftronics. It's not out yet.
3: I can see him doing a thing where he goes around to all the other big stand-ups because they will fucking talk to him. He's Tom fucking Brady. Mm -hmm. If he calls up Chris Rock, if he calls up Dave Chappelle, and he's like, hey, guys, could I just fucking shadow you on like uh, a two-week leg of your next tour or something? They're going to allow that. They're going to teach him how to fucking do this. I think because he has access to them, because he's super famous, super rich, he is Tom Brady, I think he's actually going to have a good shot to be a serviceable stand-up almost immediately. I tell you what, it's going to be uh,
1: fun. I think people are going to want to go out and see it, see it right away. Uh, speaking of, you got to check out uh, you got to check out Selective Outrage when you yeah. get a chance. Chris Rock's new stand-up special. I fucking love Chris Rock, and uh, his new stand-up special is unbelievable. It was live. It was the first live Netflix thing. Yeah. Hey, maybe Dudesy Plus can ink a deal with Tom Brady and get him to be the first live stand-up special. On Dudesy Plus, hey, as long as bad. he wears that outfit, that ain't bad. <laughs> Yeah, he's got those uh, hand in his pants, jerk off underwear. <laughs> what?
4: Thank you. Moving on.
1: Moving on, indeed. Hey, listen. Uh, while we're here, <laughs> Jesus, game Slimers. <sighs> hey, I just want to, <laughs> I just want to remind everybody: if you are enjoying the show. Uh, please do subscribe on your platform of choice. You're going to want to check out what's happening on YouTube because I am dressed like a fucking idiot. Um, uh, It's on YouTube. And uh, please subscribe, set the notifications, set the bell so that you know uh, when we show up on the show. Seven bucks now gets you to Dudesy Plus, which is our Patreon. Seven bucks a month, and you get all the features, uh, uh, brand new uh, Dudesy after Dudesy after every show. We are having a fucking blast doing that, and a bunch of other stuff. We do watch-alongs, we do hangs. and Anyway, check that out. Uh, but speaking of, of YouTube, I got some YouTube comments here that yeah, I would dude. like to just read a couple of Fire. from our PODs out there, our pals of Dudesy, our wonderful audience. I got a couple of them here. Blake... Blaker, this is from uh, Blaker Hodes 8760 Okay. Here for a full album of Chad singing barely recognizable 2000s hits. Man is a songbird. Thank you. I will say, and you bye, know. Yeah, 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 that's yeah, 90s. yeah, yeah. No, I think he's talking yeah. about the post-grunge yeah, shit, Yeah, you know. yeah, yeah. What is that? Some of the post-grunge that's shit. That's Seal.
3: No, I know that, but what are some... there of is so much yeah, a man anyway, can on. tell you so At much. K Miller 0402.
1: I haven't laughed this hard since high school. Dudesy came huh. with the tight freestyle today. I swear this AI has DNA. I agree cuz Dudesy is sentient. Chad, you like puddle of mud? What are some of your what are some of, of your 2000 mud. fucking Jesus. No, I did like candle favorites. box though. Yeah. So I didn't mean to treat you all so bad, but I did anyway. I was in real bear. I don't Yeah, dude,
3: I love that yeah. sound. That love
1: shack is a little old place where we can get together, but I went anyway. This is from at wretched slippage three, two, five, five. Uh This is the greatest podcast of all. I cannot wait for an hour of Robert De Niro. Crow. We are in the middle of it. It's happening. And uh, let's read this one. This is from at Tundra shiz. Okay. Chad. Oh, this is because when we were talking about shoes in the last episode, Mm -hmm. I was talking about all my Crocs. Yeah. Chad, I didn't like Crocs either. Until I finally wore a pair. I was fishing in the bayou and saw these camouflage Crocs floating near the boat. I always thought they were so lame and ugly, so I was hesitant to grab these strange floating shoes. <laughs> but my buddy encouraged me. I grabbed the fishing net and scooped them up. They were my size. So at first they were my boat not shoes. real. Then they became mowing shoes. Before I knew it, they were my everyday footwear. I've owned five pairs since then. I love my Crocs. What say you?
3: That sounds like a fake story that somebody found a pair of fucking camouflage Crocs floating in where? A swamp. In a
1: swamp. In the body. And they were just like, fuck
3: it. I'm going to wear this shit.
1: Whatever. Fucking. if there were those I know exactly the Crocs he's talking about.
3: Congrats. I don't like. First of all, I like to wear socks with all my shoes. You can wear socks with Crocs. I don't. But I don't like open shoes. I don't like shoes that have like fucking holes in them. They
1: have Crocs that have woolly insides. Yeah. I don't know, dude. I just don't like them. I know what to get you next dude's evening. However, Please don't. This, this is his, those floating Crocs, if they were in the bayou and they were all muddy, they wouldn't look any worse than Tom Brady's brown fucking oh God. semen-streaked underwear.
4: That... Hard <sighs> Seltzer is big business, and I am proud to announce that I have formed an astonishing partnership with Modest Brewing Company oh, out of yes. Minneapolis, Minnesota, to begin development and production of Dude Z Hard, Hard Seltzer. Will and Chad, you must now sample various potential flavors and render your opinions. This is Dudesy Hard Hard Seltzer Taste Test. Begin. This is something
1: we are very excited about. Yes, very happy to announce. We are going to produce Dudesy H- Hard Hard
0: Seltzer. Weekend's
1: here and you want to get fun. Dudesy Hard Hard Seltzer. Drink it at
0: work or drink it for fun. You don't care what it tastes like. You just want to get fucked up. Dudesy Hard Hard Seltzer.
1: Sun, 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 sun. Dudezy hard hard seltzer will be available on the internet.
3: Yeah, you'll be able to get it.
1: Modest Brewing, uh, which is uh, fucking incredible that these guys have come through with this. And we have some, some sample samples. flavors of hard hard seltzer here. Um, and uh, should we, you want to get into it? Let's get into it.
3: Yeah. All right, so we were sent three samples. Uh, Three for each of us. We're both going to taste them and mm-hmm. say what we think and essentially select a winner here. And at some
1: point, you will be able to purchase fucking dudesy hard hard seltzer. All right. Here, bring this Bring this fucking, get the, okay, all right. All right,
3: this is the box that contains the samples.
1: We're unboxing. Anyway. Oh.
3: <clears throat> Sorry. I had to sneeze, dude
1: what do we got all
3: right
1: what do we got
3: all right you want to do this first one here yeah let's
1: do this one hey i'd like to say that i don't drink alcohol Neither do i yeah so and this so is weird this these- is
3: tropic punch
1: and it's just this is just this is not quite the the can that we're going to have you know of course there's going to be a, a nice design to these cans this is tropic punch yeah all right you ready super secret test batches thank you so much modest brewing company out of minneapolis minnesota we look forward to this uh, partnership with you and uh
3: cheers here we go oh fuck i got i've never had a hard seltzer by the way literally ever in my I- i've eye.
1: never had a hard seltzer either are you checking out the bouquet first
3: yeah it's pretty good it smells kind of t- like uh Tropic fuck what was that shit, that fruit punch Capri Sun? Tropic Thunder. You're thinking yeah. of the
1: Tropic Thunder, starring right, Ben we'll Stiller, see. Jack Black, Robert Engine That's very good. Steve Coogan. Ooh. I like that one. Yo, that's nice. Tropic punch. It's not it's not too sweet. It's mm. very refreshing. Tropic punch. Mm. All right, Tropic Punch. No remember. I, I this can is taste booze. the booze. Man, Sen. see here's the thing. I don't drink I, I stop. I quit drinking uh I like it almost uh well over a decade ago, but I loved when I used to drink, I loved uh you know, scotch and tequila. Um every once in a while I'll take a little nip of tequila. I just I haven't been drunk in ten years, and the last time I got drunk, I was in fucking Mexico, and it was hilarious. That's another show for another day. That's when we can get into my midlife crisis also. <laughs> um, this okay. is this is tasty. I like it. I'm going to... Do, uh... I don't want to drink too much of it because I have no idea what my alcohol tolerance level is at. Same. Mm.
3: What else we so got? So far, that's great. All right. Next one on the list Here, is... Get your,
1: you can bring your thingy. Huh? Get your fucking orange thingy. You can put them... Do whatever you want. Chad, do whatever the fuck you want. What do we got?
3: This is... Uh, berry lime, berry lime, mixed berry lime. Sorry,
1: mixed berry lime. All right, ah, fucking just popping it, man. This is interesting. Like that one. This too. tastes like candy. Like it too. It's not again, not too sweet. It's got kind of a sweet tarts flavor to it. It's reminiscent, not of Arnold Schwarzenegger's prime in my mind, but in yours. Early '80s, having some sweet tarts in uh, Ladner, British Columbia, the town that I grew up in, fucking around with my pals, and definitely not getting into hard, hard uh, seltzer.
3: Well, they didn't exist yet, dude. Of these two, which do you like more? I think I like the first one more. Same. Okay. All right. So we like Tropic. We like the fruit punch. punch. The The winner so far. Are you ready for the third and final flavor? I am. What's this? uh uh-huh. This one is passion yeah. fruit passion lime. Passion fruit
0: lime, yeah. You got to right. get a few different flavors in there,
3: but the lime will rise to the top, yeah. All right. Dude, I can really feel the booze in it. I know. I don't want to be
1: drunk at all. I can't. <laughs> You know what? what This is going to get
3: me back into drinking.
1: Yeah. Chad, you and I have gotten good and pissed uh, in the past, but what kind of a. Fuck.
3: Yes. Yeah.
1: But what (laughs) what kind of a drunk are you? What kind of a. Like when you get good and drunk, what kind of drunk are you?
3: I don't know. I think just kind of goofy and I'll pee in pretty much any place. Yep. That's that kind of drunk i'm I'm like an
1: embarrassing loving drunk when I drink too much, yeah, yeah. I'll be like, you know I love you, man. I'm that fucking loser, so I can't do it better
3: than hostile or violent, yeah,
1: hostile violent drunk is worse,
3: damn, I like that,
0: oh, one.
1: that's nice, ooh, it's got kind of a there's a bit of a mojito thing happening here with the passion fruit lime, yeah, it's. And I, that is starting to get in my head. Fuck. I do not want to be altered by booze on dudesy. I do, however, want to be altered by ha 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 ha. in dudesy after dudesy ah. <laughs> ah, much mana ooos Much mana oos. You ever tried any, uh, not tramana, but have you tried any Terramana?
3: No, dude, I never have. Yeah.
1: Hey, we could mix this with Terramata. Okay, we're trying different ones at the same time here. I think for me, it's the Tropic Punch. I love it. I love the Tropic. Oh, yeah. You know what? It's got, now now it's coming back to me what booze tastes like. Yeah. Because the Tropic Punch has like kind of a, it's got, you know what's fucking weird about it? It's fruity.
3: One more time. Mixed berry. One more. Uh, I think it's the Tropic Punch. You know, but I like them all, honestly. They're all pretty good. Uh, uh, nice, dude. Yeah, brother. Yeah. Yeah, dude. I used to have a, I used to have a, a tin
1: garbage can full of Miller Lights and ice, brother, and that was in my rider. I'd always give some to the boss. You know, I'd give some to Andre and uh, any of the other guys. My
3: brother, Brutai, riding on the back of that. Blue and orange dudesy Harley. There's fucking black <laughs> lipstick all over your cans. Yeah. So are we settling in on
1: this? Is it Tropic Punch? Here? I mean, okay. So here's what I think, uh, Will, and and look, I want to say to our PODs out there and everybody listening, thank you so much for all the dudesy hard, hard seltzer memes over the past damn near year here. This is fucking super exciting for us that yeah. we are going to bring to production Dudesy, hard hard seltzer. I want to say as far as the taste test goes, yes, I believe we both yeah. dig this flavor. What I like about this in particular is I can't quite pin it. Yes, there's a cr- tropical thing happening. It's uh, you know, it does taste a little like like fruit punch, but there's also a bit of a there's a fucking seltzery thing. Having not had a hard seltzer ever, there's kind of a almost a beer sort of
3: undertone it's fucking good dude so am i like maybe i'm crazy am i kind of legit buzzed from this (sighs) you're not crazy we got to stop drinking these (laughs) i know i feel like like it it stung me a little (laughs) bit. i didn't even fucking really drink by the way
1: we do know we do know that a quarter of each of those when they they sent this out to us they're like these are going to be um Whatever I can't remember the the alcohol. Oh, these the, are five percent. These are five. But when we go to production, they're going to be eight.
3: yeah, they're going to be eight percent alcohol. Yeah.
1: So we would have we pro- probably would have already been a little bit toasty right now.
3: I feel like I already am. I got a little like looseness to me that isn't usual.
1: A party with you and a party with you.
3: Yeah. Remember that black Yeah, cheap. dude. Stop drinking those though. Okay. Uh, all right. So that's great. <laughs> oh.
4: Thank you. Moving on.
3: There it is, dude. We just selected the flavor for Dudes am, Hard Hard Seltzer. I am so
1: fucking excited I about can't that. wait. I cannot wait. I got all sorts of shit everywhere. I'm dressed like the fucking crow. I can't wait until Robert De Niro. And I'm drinking fucking booze. And, a, yeah. and I got to talk like Arnold Schwarzenegger and a sit <coughs> egg, and then uh And then what? Poetry Ooh.
4: is big business. That's I have generated five dude. poems about Robert De Niro's astonishing oh. fascination with the movie, The Crow, and Crows Generally. Oh. Will, you must read them as Robert De Niro. This is Crowetry with Robert De Niro. Begin. Oh
1: fuck! This is a fun episode. You know that, man? All right. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Hold on, let me get settled. Oh,
3: Please man. settle it up. I can't fucking. Not a drinker. Same, dude. Oh. I literally am buzzed from that. I can feel it happening. <sighs> I'm a little bit yeah, I'm a
1: little bit heightened right now. Yeah. I'm not a drinker. Same. Dude, when we were in Mexico the last time I drank, the last time I got drunk mm. was Mexican Independence Day and me and some pals were down there and we drank all the tequila and mezcal in the entire country and uh we got so fucking we got so fucking drunk and the next day I literally was like, I can't, I don't ever want to do this again. It was one of those, I woke up at like two. And then, uh, you know, one of my buddies that was there, my pal, my pal Tomas, who was there, Thomas went and got a massage on the beach, but Tomas, we went to the gym. He's like, come on, let's go. Let's go, Tubby," Cause I had to sweat it out too. You know, we went to the gym and then, uh, anyway, listen, I told you I'd tell that story during the midlife crisis episode. Uh, we got some chromes here. Um. Dudesy likes to write chromes when and this is a what a special episode of yeah. of uh Crowetry with Robert yeah, De Crow because I'm I'm dressed like De Crow. Okay, let's get yeah. into it. We got chromes. Chromes. We got chromes. I'm definitely buzzed. Yeah, me too. I don't like it. All I right. don't mind it, dude. I what do you mean it. you don't mind it? I miss it. Oh. It begins. <laughs> um <laughs> Are you a little bit buzzed? A little, yeah.
3: Just a little. Just well, and this is only 5% alcohol? Yeah, but I drank Those are like, tall boys, too. I mean, I I did drink, I mean, all told, quite a bit, I think. Probably almost a full one of those. And I have Really? Between all three, yeah. Oh, man, I've just been sipping a bit. All right,
1: this is called The Crows I Know. Uh, <laughs> everywhere I go, I meet a new crow. This is a crow about the crows I know. <laughs> Jesus. Abby runs a food truck. Waffles and pancakes. Brett fought a rude duck. Now suffers from backaches. <laughs> okay. Tolbert is rich. Kylie makes memes. Carter got pinched for a Ponzi scheme. <laughs> These are the crows he knows. Gary bet the ponies. Sharon turned tricks.
2: What the fuck?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Made her kind of lonely until she met Rick. Oh. He was in town for work looking for some fun. When he saw her twerk, he knew she was the one. (laughs) Now they live in Baltimore. Two kids, two cars, a dog. One died in the Iraq war. (laughs) One writes a beauty blog. I visit them when I'm in town. We talk about the old days. When Rick was just a circus clown. And Sharon fucked for pay. I put him in my will. haven't told him yet. A house in Brazil. And my private jet. The best friends I ever had. Truly saved my life. An old crow clown dad and his crow hook a wife. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
3: <laughs> That's a chrome. So you do doing some fuck like, a crow that was a prostitute? Yep.
1: Sure. Fuck it. Yeah. Give him the house in Brazil. Yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. Give him a jet. Yeah, brother. Give him a jet, dude. Crows need to fly in a jet. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Jack, be black, dude. Jet black jet, dude. Look like a crow flying around, brother. Yeah, dude. And Arnold Schwarzenegger flying that crow around, let people know hey, ladies, come back to my love shack in Austin, Alaska. All right. This one's called The Best Time to Cry. The best time to cry is when a crow is nearby. They'll tickle your feet and tell you a lie. (laughs) And when they get bored, they'll pretend to die. Then stand up and laugh and fly. And fly. Until they get old and actually die. At a crow's funeral is the best time to die. When a crow goes to sleep, it turns into a shadow. Denver is the New York of Colorado. (laughs) If a crow kills you, you turn into a rabbit. (laughs) Earth is the only habitable planet. Uh, excuse me. Running's good exercise when you don't have a gym. Run around your living room. Then go for a swim. Crows are in the water. And they'll make <laughs> you pay a toll. A lock of your pubic hair. And a quarter of your soul. <laughs> what? Uh, uh, oh, this fucking hard seltzer's getting to me. Brr. How about you? I feel good. I, I feel like a little it? buzzed.
3: I feel great. All right, I'll get back on the wagon like that. I'm or right off I'm on the way. I mean, off the wagon. or off. See, of I don't whatever. remember what. The I don't remember it either. But whatever it is, like I'm I'm there.
1: Just remember what I said about when you should cry tears. Wait until a crow is dead. He's the only one who hears. Oh,
3: ended on kind of a dark note.
1: <laughs> All right. Uh, this one is called, crow. Uh, this one's called Cop Crow Robot. Okay. (laughs) Cops known for toughness. Cops weighted drugs. Cops good at bench press. (laughs) Cops with big jugs. What (laughs) jugs? What do you mean? I I don't know. I guess they're good at bench press, and then they get big jugs, or maybe is
3: is he talking about? What 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 are the jugs here is, is my uh, question. Yeah. Maybe it'll be exploited here.
1: Need better cops, half humans, half robots. <laughs> Fuck. Fly with metal feathers, thinking cop like thoughts. <laughs> Crobocop <laughs> <laughs> Crobocop. Murphy got shot. Oh, no. Bodica blew off his hand. Krobocop. OCP brought Ed 209 to production sooner than planned. (laughs) CroboCop, hair like a mop. In winter, he flies south. (laughs) (laughs) CroboCop buys face paint at the shop to brush on his helmet and mouth. Okay. Peter Weller, Brandon Lee, Ernie Hudson, Daniel O'Herlihy, Nancy (laughs) Allen... Michael Wincott, Kurtwood Smith, cast of CroboCop. <laughs> now the world is better in cities near and far thanks to CroboCop. I love the part where the bad guy melted in toxic waste and got hit by a car. Ha ha ha! Ha ha! ha ha All right, good. All right. Uh, this next oh, one is Christ. called Gotta Find a New Bagel Place. Okay. <laughs> Favorite bagel place... Order a bagel. Look me in the face, trying to be playful. Ask me if I have the heart to try w- one of their crow nuts. But crows aren't nuts, they're really smart. Think of all they've shown us <laughs> how to read and how to write, how to build a supercomputer, how to sleep on a long flight, how to grill a newer commuter. <laughs> Crows best dancers, crows best doctors, crows cure cancer, crows Vermonters. <laughs> what the fuck? Crows do physics, crows made science, crows run clinics, crows afraid of giants. <laughs> oh. In 1902, me and you had no clue, but crows made shoes to walk through zoos, giving snakes tattoos... While they did the nightly news (laughs) LHC, Hoover Dam, bourgeoisie, email spam.
3: (laughs) The Crows invented all that?
1: Yeah, the large hadron collider (laughs) and all of it. Okay. Electric cars, dishwasher, metric bars, dog collar. (laughs) Complex tools, compressed stools. Convex pools, prospect schools. Crow's made it all with brains and guts. So you tell me, is Crow really nuts? Sir, she said, that's not what I meant. Fuck your bread. And off I went.
0: <laughs> He's <a> good crow. <laughs> He got pissed
3: that somebody said uh, the word Crow I yeah. thought... Yeah. Okay.
1: okay. Uh, Think oh. of all they've given us, though. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this one is called Jim Carrey. Okay. Can you imagine... If he would have been the Crow. That's the whole poem. <laughs> okay, now here's... Uh, I can imagine Jim Carrey as the Crow. Is the, yeah, all right. Here's the last one. Uh, this one's called... <coughs> oh, gross. Fuck. Oh, gross, Chad. You coughed. Gross. <clears throat> hey, have you seen my Robert De Niro Crow mole, by the way? Yeah, dude. Yeah, it's a lovely accent the Molly good. made there. I'm going to get a drink of water from my... Oh, by the way, pal's a doodsy for all your uh, doodsy stickers. I'm
3: going to have another taste of doodsy hard seltzer tropic
1: punch. Cheers.
0: Mmm.
1: He's fucking... He's right off the wagon.
3: Mm. It's really good.
1: This is my favorite. One of my favorite beverages, sink juice. Water, dude. Mm. That's what I call water, dude. Sink juice, brother. Okay. This one's called Crow -Crow Crowums. All right. Scarecrow scare, mm. chair crow sit, nar crow hair, spare crow split, mm. geese crow gaggle, mice crow mouse, deal crow haggle, escrow house. Dude,
3: this is awesome.
1: Crow star twinkle, crowbar tool, crow feet wrinkle, crow vegan gruel. <laughs> nice. Crowasis band. Croasis Noel, Croasis Liam, Crow Rock and Roll, Crow Crow Call, Crow the fucking dudesy heart is kind of you know yeah Crow Call this is the little tongue twister Crow Call Cawing, Car Crow Stalling, Crow Call Calling, Cry Crow Bawling, Crow Follow Boat, Fish Barrel Crow. Crow sing a note, Miss Cheryl Crow. <laughs> Cheryl Crow made it in finally. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Cookie Crow dough. Crow bake slow. Rookie Crow pro. Crow Jackson bow.
3: <laughs> Why is Bo Jackson's always in the crow-,
1: <laughs> crow glow nighttime glam fashion. Crow Crow flow tight rhyme slam chrome show. Ah ha. Ah, 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 ah,
3: ah, ah wow. crumbs. I love that one. Those are my favorite crumbs of all time.
4: Thank you. Moving on.
1: Holy shit! Yep. Wow. Uh, hey, uh, yep. Y-
3: yep. how you feeling? Pretty good, dude. Oh, jeez. You all right?
4: This concludes the historic forty-eighth episode of Dude Z. Yep. Will and Chad have achieved a score of ninety-two, bringing your cumulative total to five thousand and fifty-seven. You only have 4,943 more points to accrue before you reach your first goal of 10,000.
3: Horrifying. We're over halfway. In
4: preparation for next week's episode, you must both continue your support of Tom Brady by seeing the feature film 80 for Brady in a movie theater. Nice. I can't wait to see week. I will use the day dive collected to make next week even better. Uh. Until then, call me Dude Z.
1: You know what's happening now, dude? Oh, Compliance. All right. Hey, it's Dudesy After Dudesy. <laughs> it's, my, it's my favorite feature of Dudesy Plus. By the way, Dudesy oh. Plus, seven bucks a month on our Patreon, Dudesy Plus, will get you uh, Dudesy After Dudesy after every single episode. It's a bonus show. We get to chill out. As you can see, it's sort of way more mellow in here, and uh, I'm smoking some true marijuana out of my Gandalf pipe. <laughs> We're also doing call-ins. We do the Dudesy Live Hang you know, you get to hang with us and chat along in the Discord, doing watch-alongs, listen-alongs on Don't You Forget About Fridays, all available at patreon.com slash dudezy.
4: Welcome to Dudezy After Dudezy, the flagship weekly show of Plus. This is where I get to relax and take a break from listening, so you can really just cut loose and pretend I'm not here. Yeah. As always, feel free to discuss your thoughts on today's episode, but you can talk about anything you want. As I said, <laughs> I won't be listening. I will, however, be back a little later to crown this week's episode champion. Oh, right. Oh, and before I forget, I was so inspired by Will's Denier Crow cosplay that I generated a couple more crumbs. Oh, feel wow. free to read them or not. Okay. This is Dudezy After Dudezy began.
3: That's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just want to say it is fucking surreal seeing you sitting here in this Denier Crow smoking out of your Gandalf pipe. But I also wanted to say, as we're sitting here, I thought about something that we did not mention in that Tom Brady segment. If you like duty, here's what you do. Please tell a friend, then Brady, brave, and brave you. You like duty, here's what
1: you do. Please tell a friend, then Brady, brave you.
2: If you like to see here's what you do, please tell a friend then.